everybody. I want to welcome you to Radio Arizona RV, the RV education and maintenance show. And this is Eric Stark, your host. So today is episode number 42. And I'm going to be talking about RV power converters. Everybody knows what those are, I, I hope. I believe that's uh, what converts to 110 volts to 12 volts to charge up your batteries. And your batteries, in turn, run your interior lights and so forth. Lights and electrical or 12 volt fans, whatever it might be 12 volts that needs that constant power source. So before I get into this, um, for the power converters, I just want to remind everybody to go to radio, Arizona, RV.com and sign up for my newsletter. You know, I send it out on a regular basis and it's not going to fill up your inbox with spam. It's a purposeful newsletter. It's going to have information, episodes I've talked about, you know, nuggets of information that are going to help you, you know, during different times of the year, discounts for purchases on our website, such as Arizona RV Parts Center and Sun Pro Manufacturing. But I will not send you emails every day, every week. You know, I, I've signed up for newsletters and you know, it's just overload. Next thing I know, I've got, you know, five emails a day from the same company every day or three a day. It's just crazy. It's relentless. It's like, what are they thinking? They're trying to drive me away. Well, that's not what I'm going to do with you if you sign up for my newsletter. So keep that in mind. Go to RadioArizonaRV.com. It's scroll down the page and there it is. There's a newsletter. Just sign up for it. Uh, pretty unintrusive. So that's my um, little advertisement here for the, for the for this show pretty much. I'm going to stick with the power converters. There's a lot here to talk about, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish it. It might carry over into a part two uh, episode, which would be episode number 43 if I do carry it over. But also, um, future episodes. I'm going to talk about RV covers. We're going into wintertime. Well, yeah, we're going into wintertime, someplace a little bit colder than where we're at in Victor, Montana. And battery storage. You know, how to store your battery for the wintertime. There's a lot of theories out there. There's a lot of information that I would say is some correct, some incorrect. And batteries are expensive, so you want to store them right the first time, not turn into something where you pulled out of storage and you're buying two new batteries because you did something wrong. It's about extending the life of those batteries. And also LP detectors inside the RV. I, I know I've talked about these in the past, but just getting inundated with LP detector problems lately. So I want to, you know, just maybe reiterate some points on that. And, you know, of course my episodes are based on conversations with my customers, things that are kind of trending right now in, in my business, maybe not the rest of the world, but I would think so. But so that's where I, I kind of sometimes will repeat episodes, go back to things that I've talked about because all of a sudden it comes back to the surface. So I'm not trying to bore you with anything, but these are just topics that our customers or my customers are um, talking about. So, hey, now back to the RV power converters. There's four major brands in the United States. There's WFCO, which is also called WFCO or World Friendship Corporation. I think they're getting away from that name, but WFCO, also known as WFCO, W-O-O-F-C-O, WFCO. And then you have IOTA, which is I-O-T-A, and they're just IOTA. And then Progressive Dynamics, sometimes called PD and Parallax. So those are the four major brands and there are other brands out there. Um, recently I had someone come in with a, 
Well, they're all made overseas, but these ones definitely were made overseas. They just didn't have the quality that these four ones have. These are American companies bringing in their product from, you know, somewhere else, but they have standards that are much higher than some of the stuff that's being brought in that the RV manufacturers are using that I would just call junk. Um, it's a shame they use this kind of stuff because that's another thing that strikes against this RV industry that makes it look bad when they start putting junk on RVs, when they use products that they know are just cheap and that's why they're buying them. You know, car manufacturers, I'm going to say, don't always do that when they do it. They don't get away with it. Cars today are made at a much higher standard and they put in good products. They want that reputation where RV manufacturers, you'd think they, they, they try to ruin their reputation. It's very odd. Now I'm not trying to bash the industry. It's just things that people complain about. You know, I hear the complaints. Um, so if you have one of these, these off brands, I'm not telling you to go out and replace it tomorrow with a, you know, a more common brand like the four I mentioned. But if you do have one and it's time to replace it, you're experiencing problems with it, then go with a major brand like Wolfco, Iota, Progressive Dynamics, and Parallax if it'll work in your application. So now I talked to all four brands and each one of them is very proud of their product. Although Wolfco they seem to be the ones that are most in touch with the RV industry at the manufacturing level from what I gathered through the conversation I had. And they actually are in Indiana and on their website, it even says, if you have a problem, you know, if you're a manufacturer building RVs, if you have a problem or questions, they'll have someone there on site within an hour. And that's pretty impressive. So they're all in. You know, they got skin in the game. They want to make this work for them in the RV industry. And I'm not saying the other three companies don't care. Just Wolfco is kind of at a different level, I think. They're really putting that customer satisfaction first. If they satisfy the RV manufacturer and they go to an assembly line, let's say at Fleetwood, and they're installing something, you know, the, their converter wrong, they're going to tell them, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that need thicker wire, needs to be closer to the batteries, whatever it might be. Because they want you as the end user, the consumer, the guy who bought the RV to be happy. They don't want you to have problems with their product because the way it was installed. And every component manufacturer in the RV industry faces this. Refrigerators with Dometic or Norcold, if, the, if let's say Fleetwood, I'm not picking on Fleetwood, just use an example. If they don't follow the instructions and install the refrigerator properly. It can have problems for the life of that RV. So these are things that Wolfco tries to eliminate. Hey, we don't want that on our plate. We want it to be installed right the first time. And then, then we have a happy builder. We have a happy customer or the RV or the end user, whatever term you want to use you guys land me. I own an RV as well. And I happen to have a parallax power converter in my RV. It's been replaced once. Um, it was originally a Magnatech. It died after about two years of use. Put in a parallax. Haven't had any problems since. And Magnatech um, is no more anyway. So it doesn't matter, at least with the RV products. So anyway, back to the, the, the nitty gritty of the power converters. Like I said, I talked to all four manufacturers and... 
you know what I came across or came up with is they all they all are pretty darn close in what they do. They all care about the customer. But Wolfco, I said, stood out a little bit more. And I talked to, you know, in IOTA, they have a concern too, and I'm, I'm going to get to this. I'm going to kind of break down each one, and they're not in great detail here. I'm not getting into all the tech specs, um, which I don't even know if it's necessary. Your converter's your converter. You know, if you have a 55-amp IOTA converter, and it fails, more than likely you're just going to go back with the same thing or something very comparable. You know, these are interchangeable for the most part, at least the deck mount ones are, which a deck mount one typically is mounted in a, a compartment, a cabinet, you know, under the sink, in, in the kitchen, in a cabinet. They're not a power center, where a power center is usually mounted on a wall. It has all the fuses, it's circuit breakers, and the converter built into it. And you can plainly see it when you're inside the RV. It has a plastic face or a metal face, generally brown, sometimes black. You know, whatever you have, the converter portion of it is all very similar. Um, you know, each brand has their own strength and weaknesses, if you will, but there's not much there as far as a difference um, percentage-wise. You know, it's, it's negligible. So I'm going to start off with IOTA. You know, that one thing that IOTA says that there is different about their converter is the circuit board is mounted in such a way to reduce vibration. And I think we all understand vibration ruins electronics. Vibration ruins a lot of things. But a circuit board, it could definitely ruin it uh, much quicker. So they claim that their circuit board is mounted in a, a better configuration. And I'm not doubting their claim. It might be. And that's fine. It's... All their converters are tested for reliability, which everybody does that. You know, they're, they all come from overseas, probably China, which I'm going to get sidetracked here for a moment. If you have things to buy now, whether it's RV related or household cars, buy now. This is the month of November. Tariffs are going up. If you're not aware of the trade war that's happening you know, the United States is paying heavy tariffs right now on things being brought in. Um, it's about 10% as I speak. The, these tariffs are getting passed on to you, the consumer. You're paying for it in your prices. Prices are increasing. Come January, there's a possibility it's going to go up 25%. So buy your things now if you need to make big purchases. I read someplace that one of the car manufacturers, it was a um, Toyota, Mid-range car would be $9,000 more after the first of the year. Washers and dryers, 25 to 60% more after the first of the year. So if it happens, things are going to go up drastically. So you might want to plan ahead. If you can, buy things now. But anyway, back to IOTA converters. They're, they're tested for reliability. They're... You know, they, they randomly test them. They test them at the shop. They acquire feedback from dealerships that have problems with them, the manufacturers, from the end user. So they're building up a database, and everybody's doing that. IOTA's not the only one doing it. Now, one thing different about IOTA is their converters, their deck mount converters, are screwed together, which would be the DLS series. They're screwed together rather than riveted together, and they do repair them. But don't get your hopes up. They're not going to repair every converter that comes through their door. 
So if your converter fails and you don't want to spend the two or three hundred dollars, you know, you might if it's an iota, you might be able to send it back to them for a repair. But like they said, not everyone can be repaired. You know, there's only so much they can do. It's you know whether it's uh, worth the expense or not. You know, years ago, converters would get repaired all the time. You know, dealerships would stock repair parts because it was very simple. There was just a few things that went wrong. I can't think of the brand. It was a very popular brand and easy to repair, but it hasn't been around in a long, long time, you know. But those days are gone. Now everything's throwaway, if you will. And converters are the same way. If they fail, they're throwaway. Even the IOTA ones, I hate to say it, even though they're screwed together, I don't know if I'd waste my time sending it back to them, paying for the shipping there, the shipping back, and a repair. Um, I didn't ask them what the average repair was, but to me it just seemed pointless. Um, if you're on a tight budget and you absolutely have to have that converter repaired, then that might be an option for you, but you can certainly call them first and get an idea of what it's going to cost if they can repair it. Now the IOTA series, they have the, or the DLS series, they have what is called the IQ4 smart charge control. It plugs into the DLS series converter and you can basically, um, control how it's going to charge your batteries. It's um, pretty cool. And it works for each type of battery. So if you have an acid flooded battery or you have an AGM or you have a gel cell battery, you can get a different IQ4 for each battery. So you don't change the converter. You change this module that plugs into it, which is kind of unique because batteries are changing. More and more people are going to the AGM batteries or the gel batteries. You know, I've tried them all in my RV and I haven't seen any great difference. Um, you know, the flood batteries, obviously you have to check the water in them from time to time. They corrode more than the, the AGM batteries or a gel battery, but I've tried them all and I just went back to the flooded batteries. To me, it didn't seem like it was that huge of a difference. Now, maybe that's just me and I was living in Arizona too. So things didn't last as long period there. Living in here in Montana now, the, the life of the battery might be much more impressive. So I'm not saying, you know, the flooded batteries are the way to go, but they are the most common battery out there. That's what most people have. That's most what most people replace or go back to. So the IOTA converter, you don't have to change the converter if you change to a different type of batteries. You can just change the IQ4 and it adjusts itself to that new battery, which is pretty cool. So you're looking at a $20 option rather than a two or $300 option to adjust to the new batteries. And it is important that the converter does work with the batteries um, and charges them up properly. Now the IOTA also has a DLS X series converter, which I haven't seen available to me yet through the, our distributors. Doesn't mean that it isn't out there. Um, looks like it's fairly new. Um, they have a different charging system as well. It's the IQ4-X. Same thing as the, as the other one. It's just um, a little more advanced in technology. And the manufacturers are doing this. They're, you know, they're carrying different, a couple different types of converters, and they're adjusting to the technologies. And as a new converter comes out, more than likely the older one will eventually phase itself out of the system. You know, I can't say that 100% sure. I didn't talk to them about it, but... That's kind of the, how it works. Well, it doesn't mean you have something outdated. You got to get rid of it. Converters now are 
very smart. But IOTA, they, they seem to have their, their game together. They're into it. Um, they build a lot of converters for other markets other than the RV market. And remember this, the most converters, if not all of them, can just run 12-volt appliances. It's just a power converter, and they happen to charge a battery. So if you don't have a battery in line, but you need to run your 12-volt lights or fans, whatever it might be, you know, the converter can do that. So if your battery dies or whatever, you have to take it out for some crazy reason or it blows up, you can run without a battery. Or if you just want a nice little converter in your shop for testing, you know, something goes from 110 volts to 12 volts, and these things are nice. And all, all the brands, or the four brands I'm talking about, have clean DC power. You know, it's it's very clean. It's not dirty power, so you're not going to get in um interference from radios, lights, and things like that, other uh, electrical items in your RV that have to be on at the same time. So the the converters, I mean, there's a lot of information. I will have this on my website um, at RadioArizonaRV.com and also ArizonaRVPartsCenter.com. On the left-hand side, there's a link that says Helpful RV Articles, and I put everything there. Um, you know, anything that I feel is worthwhile goes there. And same with Radio Arizona RV. And, you know, that <clears throat> all the manufacturers want to extend the life of the battery. That's their goal. It's not to diminish, but to extend. And they they seem to be very sincere about that. And I would say their products display that. Now, I'm going to move on to Wolfco here, WFCO. Like I talked about, they're, um, they're at the factory with the manufacturers the OEMs, as they're called, installing these on the assembly lines or the assembly floor, making sure they're getting installed right. They have quality control. Everybody has quality control. They seem to be a little more into it. Um, they're checking more product at a regular basis. Their warranty rate or return rate is less than 1%. That's a pretty small mark or percentage, um, less than 1%. So that's almost nothing. That's not anything to even be concerned about. But it concerns them because they want to have that keep it that way. They don't want to be up at five percent, ten percent. They want to stay below one percent. And I think everybody I talk to is about the same way. They're a very low return rate, which is very good. And I don't know if I mentioned it already, um, but even what I sell here in the store, I've never had a converter come back. And like I said, I stock Progressive Dynamics. I sell the other brands as well, but I've never had a converter come back. So that means to me it installed, it worked, and at least went out of the warranty period or the customer just took care of it on their own, which is nice, but I wasn't involved into it. So that means the, the these converters are doing a good job and they're not having a large defect rate. Now the Wolfco one, one thing that stood out to me is the fan comes on before the converter ever gets hot. And that extends the life of the converter, keeps it cooler when it needs to be cool rather than waiting until it warms up. And each manufacturer does this a little bit different. They all have their own theory on this. And I don't think there's a right or wrong here. I think they all have it figured out what works best for their converter. And each one of them is going to find a sales point to go against their competition. And that's, you know, it's competition, right? So that's what they're going to do. So Wolfco's thing is their fan comes on before the converter gets hot. And, you know, when you think about that, that makes sense. That's good. 
you know, a lot of things though get hot. Computers get hot and then the fan comes on and computers last for years. So I don't know how much of a difference it makes overall, but you know, cooling is always better. It seems to be that way. And again, there's no interference with lights, TVs, you know, anything else. These are FCC approved, you know, they comply with FCC rules. So that doesn't happen. And Wolfco also makes lower sections for the power center type converters as well. And so that's a replacement converter for the power center. They call it a lower section because it's just a converter section. It's always at the bottom of the converter, the breakers and the fuse panel, or the fuse panels above the converter. So it's called a lower section. Makes sense. And, you know, I, I would say Wolfco has a great product. And one thing I have found with Wolfco converters are a little bit smaller on the deck mount ones. And a lot of customers that have a Wolfco deck mount converter, well, that's a mouthful, isn't it? Wolfco deck mount converter. All right. So anyway, back to that. Um, so they're a little smaller and sometimes they have to go back with the same one because it's the only thing that'll fit in that compartment or wherever it is. Progressive dynamics sometimes are a little bit wider depending on how you look at it. The dimensions are, you know, sometimes bigger. So they won't always be a good replacement. And so we sell a lot of Wolfco's just because of that. They're built in, put in a specific spot that only they will fit back in, which, you know, that's fine. Wolfco, I don't think is going anywhere and you can find them. It's not like it's a unique converter. Now you're going to be searching the world for it, trying to find one. So I wouldn't be concerned about that. And if you have a Wolfco and it's in a tight compartment, as long as there's air in there, I don't think I would think, you know, plan on making it bigger. So something else would fit. I don't think I'd go down that road. Then progressive dynamics, they have the 9,100 series and the 9,200 series. They're very identical. They look the same, except they have their um, total charge management system. On the 9200 series, it's built in, so it's part of the converter. And on the 9100 series, it's not built in. There's a connector that's built into the converter that you can add the total charge management system, which allows you to charge it in four different ways. Um, and all these converter manufacturers are the four, I say all, but the four I'm talking about, they either charge in three, four or five different stages, depending on the brand. And it depends on the, the RV, whether it's in storage, heavy usage, um, mild usage, the, the health of the batteries. And I think they all have it figured out. It's just, they name it something different. Maybe have one more little feature, one less feature but I think they all do a very good job. And I'm going to say it's very similar that might make their ears, you know, ring or burn, but I think it's very similar. Now, one thing to keep in mind and people ask this, why does the 9,100 not have it built into it? And you have to buy this add on for the total charge management system. Well, it's simple. Some people aren't using these converters in an RV application where they, they want to make sure that it's charging the battery in the different ways. The converter in itself can just be a 12 volt source. And so it might be used for that. Maybe they're using pieces of equipment where they don't need, it's not charging batteries. It's just running 12 volt, um, accessories and something, you know, there's a lot of different applications for that. So that's why it doesn't come with it. Um, where the, the 9,200 series comes with it. It's part of the packages built in and it is, um, on a cable. So it is remote. So you could actually mount it someplace visible to yourself if you wanted to see it. 
I would just put it where the converter is. And like Progressive Dynamics says, you really don't need to do anything. If you have the total charge management system, whether it's the add-on to the 9100 or what's built in the 9200, if you just leave it, you're fine. There is a time where you might want to put it in boost mode if your batteries are drained down and you want to get them charged up a little bit quicker. You can do that, but you have to remember to take it out of boost mode. Otherwise, it'll be stuck in that, and you do not want that. So the converter is best to be left alone. If you have the 9100 or you buy one, you're buying a good converter. You know, it's going to charge the batteries. It's going to do a very good job. It's just not going to be able to adjust to the different levels the battery might need. So that's where that add-on of the um, total charge management system is. It just plugs into it. It's real simple. It's an oversized phone connector, more like a computer-type connector. Real easy. So, and it's also called the charge wizard, which that's the short name for it. Um, so... That's progressive dynamics. And then coming up last here, I am going to be able to keep this in a half an hour for this one episode, which is really what I wanted to do. I'm talking kind of fast. I'm not getting into greater detail for each one, but the parallax is the last one. They make power centers and lower sections. They don't, well, they have deck mount uh, converters. It's the temperature brand or their, their, uh, their brand. And their deck mount converters are nice converters, but I have not seen a lot of those in RVs. I haven't had people calling up wanting to replace them very often. It's mostly the power centers where it has the circuit board, the the, the circuit breakers, the fuse board, and then the lower section is where the converter is. So they make the power centers and then they make the replacement lower sections where the converter is. If it goes bad, they do that. Parallax has been around for a long time as well. They make a good product. And they have other things like auto transfer switches, um, different items related to the 110 volt side of an RV. I'm not going to really go on anymore about parallax. I think they just make power centers for the most part and that's where it's at. And they make a good product. They have the different phases of uh, charging. They don't have any add on uh, pendants or modules it's just all built in pretty straightforward put it in let it go like i said that's what i have in my rv so you can pretty much just trust it and you know the power centers the lower section is usually what goes bad the the whole power center very rarely needs to be replaced unless there's a fire or you know you have a bunch of bad connections and you start melting where the breakers are the bus bars where the breakers attach or the fuse holders doesn't happen very often or you might just decide, I want to just upgrade the whole thing, put in a new one, um, maybe add another circuit or something. But all in all, you just replace the lower section on your power center and call it a day. But the deck mount ones are what I see the most of, people coming through the door and diagnosing them. And you ultimately, if you um, check it with a voltmeter or a test light, a voltmeter is always better because it's going to show you the voltage. It's not just going to light up like a test light. If there's no 12 volts coming out of it, it's essentially bad. I mean, that's the simple diagnosis. Each company has um, technical data on how to diagnose their converters. And I'm going to put a plethora of this on our website um, where you can look at this and you should be able to just diagnose it by going to our website. So that'd be ArizonaRVPartCenter.com and RadioArizonaRV.com. I'll have all that links to it under this episode or in this episode on the website. 
And I do that because it keeps it simple. You know, who wants to go to all these different websites? And I've said this before, you know, it's tiring to have to go to this website, that website to look things up, to figure out what you have. You can go to one place. If you're, you know, kind of in the market for a converter, you can look at them on our website, compare them, look at the differences. You can email me, you can call me. Um, I'm more than happy to help. I talk to a million people a week, it seems like, helping them with their, their problems in their RVs. I mean, I get phone calls all day, every day, emails, texts, everything. So feel free to contact me. So I hope this information helps. It ba Basically, it levels the playing field. So if you have a progressive dynamics and it fails, you're going to feel good about just putting another progressive dynamics in there. If you have a Wolfco and you can get another Wolfco and put it on there, you're going to feel good about it, whatever the brand is, Iota. So it's not like you have to do now wonder, should I get another brand? What should I do? You know, should I upgrade? Basically stick with what you have. If it failed over, you know, if it's not failing prematurely within a year or two, more than likely it's been installed properly. The wiring's proper. Everything's good about it. And one, one thing here that I get asked quite a bit, um, someone might come in the store with a 55 amp converter and we don't have the 55 amp in stock and they need to get it in there today. They, they can't wait. Now talking to the experts, they all say, you know, in a technical sense, you can put in a 65 amp, but you couldn't put in a 95 amp. There's no, you know, that would cause other problems, but a 65 amp you could get away with, you know, but they say technically you have to see what your system requirements are and see if a 65 amp would be, you know, sufficient and work properly. But ultimately they all said, you can go ahead and do that. You know, it's kind of like they're just covering themselves to make sure that everything's just so, cause that's what they're into. You know, they're looking at this, like it's coming off the assembly line. You know, they're not looking at it like it's you stuck someplace and you need a converter. And so the, so if you have to go to a different size converter, you can go up, but don't go up a lot, you know, 55 to 65 is okay. 45 to 55, or if it's 45 to 50 or, you know, you get the point here but you don't want to go down. Don't go backwards. Don't ever go backwards. Um, and that's from them. That's the experts. And that's how I've always sold them. That's how I've thought on it. And we've never had a problem. And believe me, if there were issues, I would know I would hear about it because we sell a lot of converters. I talk to a lot of people and make a lot of sales with converters. And I, and I tell people, if you have any problems, you let me know, you know, that's part of the customer service thing that we try to do in my business model. So that's going to wrap it up for the converters. And I just want to remind you, the next episode is going to be about <clears throat> RV covers and battery storage and LP detectors, whether it all fits into one episode. I'm not sure I've gone over my 30 minutes now. So this is Eric Stark with radio, Arizona RV, go to radio, Arizona RV.com fill out or sign up for the newsletter. It's very simple, simple process. I won't spam you. You won't fill your inbox. And then I'm going to have links to all this information on Radio Arizona RV with much more than what I talked about today and links to our website where you can compare the converters side by side. And all these converters I talked about have, or the brands have free shipping. So that's a pretty good deal. The prices are low with free shipping. 
So check it out at ArizonaRVPartCenter.com. There'll be links to it um, from Radio Arizona RV. There always is. I know these all this .com, all these websites get confusing. And you can call me at 406-961-8688, or you can text me on that same number. That's our landline, but we do get text messages on there. So you can send pictures. You can ask questions via text if that's easier for you. We've, we implemented that a couple months ago and it's worked out very well. People are sending text messages with pictures of their power gear things, awning problems. So it's, uh, it seems to be much easier than doing the email thing. So, Hey, this is again, Eric Stark with radio Arizona RV. I want to thank you for listening today, listening to this episode about the four major brands of power gear, or I mean, power converters, Wolfco, Iota, progressive dynamics, and parallax. Any questions? Call me.